1: Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Yes, everybody, it is time for Live from America again. Hello. It is 5 p.m. Eastern time here in New Hampshire, folks. So you know what time it is. That means you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, Live from America. And I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is so good to be back, and it's a blessing to be here every single day, a blessing from God, and I am so incredibly honored, we got so much to bring to you tonight, Eli's working his butt off, clipping all of the interviews from Seatback. so many people stopped by the booth, talk of the town, and I think, I think, God is now dwelling in D.C., we brought God with us, God brought us there, and we left a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of seeds, we sowed a lot of seeds in the, uh, in the city of D.C., so great, great, great time, and it's good to see so many of you all here, Terry Sue, Chris DL, Dawtet is already in the building, Shelly Rose is in the building, Snow Baby is here, good to see you. Barbara Peters. Salty Debbie is here, as always. The crew is in the building. What do we got here? About 1,500 people watching already and close to 500 rumbles. You guys are amazing. Uh, Bad Moon is here. How you doing, Bad Moon? Good to see you. Uh, Chaps169. Mima, Becky is here. How are you? Heidi Pfeiffer, uh, Barb Crones, good to see you. Thank you very much. Grammy Love says, looking good. Well, looking good yourself, my dear. P.A. Cat Lady, Mateo, Calloween, um, Irod Carr, Good, to- he said, blessings to the LFA family. Well, thank you. Thank you for those blessings. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we all talk about how we feel America is being, you know, attacked every day. Everybody's got an actual, legitimate concern of... Whether it be China or you know provoking Russia or whatever it is, people out there literally do have a legitimate concern about whether we are safe or not, whether our data is safe or not, whether our homes are safe or not. Shelley says, "I am crew too." Yes, you are, my dear. Keep sharing, ladies and gentlemen. Keep keep getting out there. Well, you'll be happy to know that Mean Jean, Kareen, Pierre. She thinks, ladies and gentlemen, that, you know, everything's fine. Biden's keeping you safe. What are you, crazy? Listen. And another
3: subject. How worried should Americans be about China spying on them here at home?
1: And what do you mean
0: specifically, Peter? Well,
3: there were the Chinese spy balloons. And now there are these Chinese spy cranes. The Wall Street Journal is comparing them to Trojan horses and use... At eighty percent of U.S. ports. So
0: let me first say that what the American people could be assured of is that this president is going to protect them, uh, and making sure that we put our national security uh, first when it comes to um, uh, when it comes to uh, anything that they feel uh, could be uh, could threaten that. And so, and the president has shown that he's shown that over and over again. So. On, on the cranes, don't have I uh, don't have any comment on that specific reporting. I would refer you to the Department of Transportation uh, and the Department of Defense, who have been uh, tasked with Congress to study uh, this particular issue. The National Security Council, in close coordination with the Department of Homeland Security and Department of Defense, Coast Guard, and members of the Intelligence Committee, have been actively working to address potential cyber vulnerabilities across the marine transportation system. This includes enhanced coordination across the federal government and engagement uh, with key stakeholders in the maritime industry. And just last month, the administration issued a Worldwide Maritime Port Vulnerabilities Advisory, underscoring the potential threats posed by foreign manufacturer port equipment. So uh, again, this is something that the President takes very seriously, and uh, we'll always take action to make sure we protect our national security. This is a Department
3: of Transportation (laughs) lead. Does Secretary Buttigieg have experience with?
0: it's not, just 90s, the de- it's not just the Department of Transportation. It's also the Department of Defense.
1: Oh, well, there you go. You guys should all feel safe. You guys should all feel safe. Did anybody know about these cranes? Did anybody know about these Chinese cranes that are at each and every port here and around, all around our country? These, they're now spy cranes, spy balloons, spy cranes, spy apps, spy phones, spy everything. How are we to keep safe? Well, we want you to know that we're keeping you safe. Oh, I know, but how? Well, let me just read this for you. The Biden administration says blah, 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 and blah, 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 So there. How do you like that, Peter Ducey? Moving on to the next person. Wow. Spy cranes at our ports where our goods are going in and out of. Absolutely amazing. And may I add, if you guys don't remember Does anybody remember who Mitch McChina is married to? Well, if you don't know, let me give you a quick uh, history lesson here on LFA TV. Mitch McChina's wife is uh, the daughter of a uh, a CCP uh, basically agent because, well, I wouldn't say an agent, basically a loyalist. Because if he doesn't, they'll probably kill him and take his company. Uh, But he's definitely in coordination with the shipping that goes in and out of one of the largest shipping industries, one of the largest shipping companies in China, which is basically run and operated. And when I say basically, I mean they literally get all of their uh, do's and don'ts from the CCP. That is Mitch McChina's wife's father, shipping companies. China, CCP, spy cranes, spy balloons, okay? Legitimate question. And your answer was, you're safe, Peter. Shut your mouth. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be just fine. So I hope that you guys can take that uh, sincere statement That was made by the upside-down mop, Miss Mean Jean Corrine Pierre, the Garbage Pail Kid of the White House. And take that to your families and friends and go, we're all good in America, guys, because she said so. Amazing. Folks, we got 2,700 people watching here on Rumble. Thank you very much. At LFA TV on Rumble. At LFA TV. Let all your friends and family know. For those watching on Roku and Fire Stick, I want to say Welcome to the show, and I appreciate you watching on your TVs at home. And I would encourage each and every one of you, if you can, I'll say this every day, pull out your phones, go to your mobile app uh, store, and download the LFA TV app today. Because if all of you have the LFA TV app, then no matter what happens, you guys can always get the show. So, uh, also, we are going to be spending the week releasing our interviews one by one from our coverage at CPAC. So you won't see a lot of short clips from our shows this week on our social media or on the Rumble Short Clip side. What you will see is a, all of the interviews uh, that are coming out. So today we're actually going to be playing the Donald trump jr interview that will be today at the end of the show so you're gonna want to stick around if you didn't get to see it live we're gonna play it for you in a chopped up quick version right here on lfa tv on live from america tonight so that'll be absolutely a wonderful and we'll be doing clips throughout the week we talked with carrie lake we talked with mike lindell don jr kimberly guilfoyle nigel farage matt gates congressman mike wallace Uh, So many people, even MTG stopped by the booth when I was not there, by the way, I was gone for three hours at another studio, but Heather Mullins uh, did that interview and she actually asked the question that I wanted asked at the end. So... Yes, Patriot Donnie, three more states did get rid of Eric, and we're going to be talking about that tonight. And I don't know if many people were even talking about the Eric system before everybody here at LFA TV. Just goes to show you how tip of the spear Patriot Donnie and the rest of us really are. Folks, please take this time to share this video. If you're watching on Roku and Fire Stick, grab the link. Share it out there, please. We want to uh, we want to let everybody know we're back. We're not going anywhere. And... uh And we're back doing our regular everyday shows. And by the way, for everybody who donates on JeremyHarrell.com and everybody who donates during the Rumble Rants, we really appreciate you. It is you guys that makes this show and this network go round and round and round and also keeps Eli here. And we definitely, after CPAC, we definitely need to keep Eli around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Anyway, folks, let's go to the Lord here. Let's go to Jesus Calling. Morning and evening, And uh, it's so nice to be back in the swing of things. We're going to go to the evening version. Now, I haven't had this book with me while we were gone. So this is my first time opening Jesus Calling evening and morning version since I've been back here at the studio. Let's read it now. Come close to me and rest in my presence. I am all around you. And boy, was that present at CPAC. I'm all around you. Closer than the very air that you breathe. Closer than the air that you breathe. That's where God is. Trust me with each breath that you take. Remember from Rise Up, Yahweh. From Psalm 62, five and six. Find rest, O my soul. In God alone, my hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. And from Psalm 52, eight. I'm like an olive tree flourishing in the house of gold, or excuse me, the house of God. God, gold. Very close. I trust in God's unfailing love forever and ever. Psalm 52, eight. And before you turn out the light tonight, don't neglect the practice of my presence. Keep coming back to me again and again. You know, folks, you know, when you get that feeling that somebody's watching you and you're asleep, you know what feeling I'm talking about? You're sleeping. And you, and, and you know somebody's watching you, and you suddenly wake up, well, that kind of sense of awareness of human beings even being in the room is the kind of sense of awareness that you need to sense Jesus in the room with you, the Holy Spirit, God, the Trinity, all three in one, all around you. That, that awareness uh, can be honed in and, and, and worked like a muscle. And I'm telling you, if you actually sit and meditate, On God's presence, you will feel it. It is there every day all around you, okay? So remember that. I know some of you have had that moment where you're sitting there sleeping and you know somebody's watching you and you pop open real quick. Oh, I know somebody's watching me and there's somebody in the room watching you. It's a crazy feeling. But it is a, uh, uh, like, a, like a sixth sense that God gives us. So figure out how to use it. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats. Boy, am I glad to be back on a schedule. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Folks, I'm going to tell you another thing too. This, uh, this last week being down at CPAC with the rest of the LFA family, the rest of the LFA hosts, I should say, we all became very, very close and we're all more alike then you all know, Uh, maybe you do know, maybe you watch their shows, maybe you don't. I know a lot of you don't watch the other hosts for various reasons, and that's okay. But I'll tell you what, it was very inspirational and encouraging for me to be around them. And it was very godly and seed planting uh, for them to be around me. Because let me tell you, I brought God with me. And one of the nights that we were out, there was about 12 of us out, and we were all holding hands in this massively packed restaurant, uh, Jack Posobiec was right behind us eating, and we were all holding hands and praying. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was a family. So big shout out to the other LFA TV hosts. Are you ready? Eli, you ready? He's out there busy up to his eyeballs. I'm ready. Let's get going. Lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of our beautiful, wonderful gourmet coffee. Rise up right now. Mm-mm, mm Boy, is it good to be back in studio. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Folks, we want to try to get 4,000 people in here. Go to your telegrams, go to your Facebook groups, and do not forget to join the LFA family Facebook group. And all of the people that still have Facebook are having a blast in there. First and foremost section, let it rip after eight years. Count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You can count by twos. Two, four, six, eight. You can count backwards. Eight, seven, six, five, three, oh nine. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, long, long story short, eight, long years of investigations, eight long years of witch hunts, eight long years of fake news. Okay. Eight long years of the walls are closing in eight years of this might be the beginning of the end. Eli, do you feel like they're going to get Trump on anything? (laughs) He just laughed. And I echo that laugh. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. 8 little 7 little 6 investigations, 5 little 4 little 3 investigations, 2 and 1 and 0 investigations. None of your investigations matter because 8 years of witch hunts, and they could not stop the man, the myth, the legend. We know him as Big Bang MAGA, Mr. Donald J. Trump. They could not stop him, and he will move forward with his presidency. He will move forward with this campaign, and there is nothing, let me say it again, nothing that they are going to be able to do about it. Let's talk about it. Candidate Trump was spied on in 2016 and probably before, by the corrupt and criminal Obama administration. Uh, Michelle? Uh, Michelle? They held meetings after meetings after meetings in the White House that were top secret, that involved getting Trump and covering up their crimes. They bragged about these meetings. They bragged about these meetings a year later, when they thought President Trump was going down based on their Russia, Russia, Russia lies. Well, the Obama group was so brazen that they met in a meeting on January 5th, 2017 in the White House where the Obama gang conjured up their strategy for removing President Trump from office after he shocked them and won the 2016 election. This meeting involved removing General Michael Flynn, from the White House as soon as possible. But President Trump got away from them. He was saved by the fact that there was no proof that he ever did anything wrong in the criminal arena. And because he had the courage to stand up to the evil deep state and call them out for what they were dirty, lying, corrupt Obama holdovers. President Trump labeled the media what it is: fake news, a mouthpiece of the deep state, and very dishonest. And he proved them wrong, and wrong, and wrong, and wrong, and himself right, and right, and right, and right. That is where we came up with the slogan, or with the uh, with the phrase, "Right again." We were right again. Trump was right again. The deep state and their corrupt media are still at it, even though it's <laughs> never flourished. Uh, never uh, culminated into anything. They never stopped. They have attempted to create crimes out of phone calls. President Trump made with Secretary of State, the Secretary of State of Georgia, Brad Raffensperger. They've done everything they possibly can. They said that he was involved in Russia. They still don't got him. Where, what happened to the Mar-a-Lago raids? Where's the judge? Where's the special magistrate? Do you remember him down in Florida? Do you remember the magistrate? Do you remember the judge? Hmm? Do you remember the judge that got appointed to see if the magistrate was even legit? Do you remember the other judge that got appointed? Do you remember all of this happening? You remember the Shamuari 6 Committee? Remember all of that? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing burgers all around. And this investigation with Merrick Gardenome Garland and the DOJ that's continuing to perpetuate these lies. Word is on the street, they're about to close investigations as well. Now, they won't say they're closing them, but word on the street with people who work in and around that area. And by the way, let me just say this. And let me say it the best way I can say it, the most logical way that I can say it and the safe way I can say it. There are a lot of people in D.C. whom I didn't know before, I do now, who work in these departments, kind of like, I don't want to call them whistleblowers, but I will say this. They are not going to do anything with Donald J. Trump. And the only thing that's left at this point Outside of trying to steal another election, I have a feeling Donald Trump isn't going to allow that to happen again. He's got some pretty good—he's uh, got some pretty good ideas. He's got even better people working it and making it so, so that it happens. And we're going to be talking about the Eric system here tonight as well. But uh, the only way they can do it is with the GOP. Outside of trying to steal another—you know—general election is the GOP. That is why Ron and McDaniel want so so badly for Donald Trump to sign this pledge. They're going to steal. The GOP nomination away from Donald Trump, like the DNC, did to Bernie Sanders. Little birdies are saying that is their plan. That's what they're going to do. Donald Trump is way ahead of it. It's not going to happen. But I'm just giving you some reassurance, folks, that eight years of nothing burgers are not going to culminate within two years of an everything burger. So feel happy, feel gracious, feel blessed that you are on the right team and that you're backing the man who's over 40 points ahead from his next closest uh, opponent, which would be Ron DeSantis. Now, we're going to talk about Ron DeSantis now, okay? Now, I know that me and everybody else here on LFA TV has been really, 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 um, uh, how do I want to say this? Ron DeSantis has not announced he's going to run for president. You know that? I know that. Everybody knows that. But we also know that he is being prepped. He's being backed fully by the GOP. He's had parties, he's had meetings, and he's had fundraisers, okay? Now, Ro- Donald Trump was asked this question. Do I have it here? Donald Trump was asked this question prior to his speech at CPAC. Now, we went in this room before we left. It was a pretty cool room. They had it set up, okay? Donald Trump was asked, and I think this was a fair question. He was asked this by the Daily Caller. Let me play the video first, and then we will get to um, why I think this was a fair question. And then the que- the, the uh what he goes on to say. See if we could play this here. Is that it? There it is.
0: Mr. President, if Ron DeSantis is such a fraud, why did you endorse him for governor? Did you make a mistake?
4: No, I'm very happy I endorsed him for governor because the alternative would have been very bad. He was a disaster as it turned out and uh, the alternative would have been very bad now. Florida's doing well. Florida's done well for a long time and uh, no, I'm very happy about it. Mr. President. The people we talked to.
1: That was a fair question. The question is, if Ron DeSantis is such a fraud, why did you endorse him for governor? Did you make a mistake? Trump says, and if if it was hard to hear, let me just reiterate what he said. He said, no, I'm very happy I endorsed him for governor. Why? Because the alternative was the crack-smoking, you know, Gillum, right? That would have been really bad for Florida. So in a way, you could say Trump is responsible for Florida's greatness. However, let me tell you what he went on to say after that. OK, because uh, it was weird that we were all sitting here going, why didn't Ron DeSantis come to CPAC? You can have your own assumption as to why. But Trump also told reporters uh, after they asked him if Ron, let uh, I me mean just, Florida's done well for a very long time, he said. Trump also told reporters after they asked him about a running mate, if, if President or if uh, Governor Ron DeSantis would be a good running mate. This was in this tiny room. OK, he says, Uh, it's too soon. I've always had a great relationship with Ron. I was the one that made it possible for him to win. He was in a very low number, and after I endorsed him, he went up by a lot, and he asked me to do that. I've always had a great relationship with him, but it's much too early to talk about a running mate. Now, let me say this. Even with the people that we talk to every day, in and around D.C., Nobody knows for sure besides maybe Ron DeSantis, his wife, and maybe his closest advisors. Maybe Trump doesn't know. Who knows? Who knows? All we can do is report what is happening and where our stance is here on LFA. Having said that, for Trump to say, I've always had a good relationship with him, it's much too early to talk. It almost sounds like it leaves the door open for a possible running mate. Now, let me say this. Trump and and, and DeSantis don't have to be best friends to work together to save this country, okay? All we know is that if, if DeSantis decides to be disloyal and decides to make it rough for President Trump, it will be very bad for him in a future moving forward. I think he's starting to know that. The possibility is that Trump and DeSantis played the media. I doubt that actually happened. What I do think is happening, though, is Trump is starting to understand how big of a win he could use, how big of a win he could have if he had somebody who the GOP supported, and who was able and capable to turn into a Trump-style candidate. We've already seen DeSantis has the ability to do that, whether he did it for Florida or whether he did it for himself. Trump does need the GOP to win, and I think he might be seeing, well, wait a minute. This might be a shoe in if I take him on as a vice president. Again, they don't have to get along. And DeSantis is probably seeing the way this is turning out and saying, wow, damn, I'm going to be screwed if I run against him. However, I have the full backing of the GOP. So all I'm saying here is this. You know where we stand here, but don't be surprised. Do not be surprised if these two actually do end up working together because there's no way that Trump wins without the GOP if they decide to screw him and there's no way the GOP wins without Trump. So it's time to get it figured out because if they run together, we win big. I don't care if they get along or not, but Trump will be the top of the ticket. And, I, and it's the only way. So these two definitely probably are going to figure that out real soon. Again, like I said, I'm not, wor- I'm not wanting one thing or the other. What I do know is the way this is all played out, Because DeSantis has got the backing of the GOP and Trump doesn't, and DeSantis is a lot like Trump when he wants to be, it might be something that we end up having to entertain. And I am 100% sure that Trump and DeSantis are both entertaining this idea, or Trump would have said, I would never have him run with me. So having said that again, looking at reality here, more than likely, you're going to see those two be pushed together as a ticket. Now, somebody said, look at the straw poll with Kerry Lake coming out of the CPAC. Now, I'm not not saying here, now I know there's a lot of people in the thread that are going to say, that's not what I want, or that is what I want. That's not what we're talking about here. We all do have an opinion, and you're entitled to that opinion. What I'm saying is, we might have to look at reality here, and those two might have to look at reality here, and understand that if we want to win big, the best way to win big is both of those two together. Okay. Now the straw poll came out, and by a lot, it said Kerry Lake. And this is just by you know asking people that came out of CPAC, who would you want for vice president? And everybody said Kerry Lake. I disagree with that one. I'm not saying I would want Desantis at all. What I'm saying is they might have to do that. Unfortunately, I want Kerry Lake as press secretary. That's my personal, because somebody asked me, who do you want, where do you want Kerry Lake to be? I said, I want Kerry Lake press secretary. Now, if that were to happen, if Trump and DeSantis do run together, I know this is a lot of ifs, and we're supposed to be talking about news here, but we're also talking about reality here. If Trump and DeSantis did end up running together because they're forced to, and Kerry Lake becomes the press secretary, that's a powerhouse that you can't stop. It's a powerhouse. You can't stop. You got the evangelicals. You got the women vote. You got the rhino vote, as much as we hate it. And you got MAGA. It is unstoppable. You can't lose that way. Now, who knows how it's going to play out. All I did this segment for was to play that part where where or to talk about where he said, I've always had a good relationship with Ron, but it's too early to even talk about it. Trump would have said something very different if there was no way in H-E double hockey stick. So we'll see what happens. Trump's being presidential. He's being great. He's being different uh, than he was in 2016, but he's also being reminiscent of 2016. So we'll see what happens. 3,400 people watching on Rumble. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep liking the video. Keep rumbling. Keep sharing. Now, I want to go to the Rumble chat because I know you guys have a lot to say about this, and there is no way that I'm going to talk about a, a, a topic this uh, this important and not include the LFA family. Click it over. Here we go. Kerry wants more than press secretary. I get it. She wants governor. I want her there too. I'm just saying in that world, if that happens. Yeah, I think Rick Grinnell should be in there. Rick, Rick's pretty good. Rick's pretty, pretty solid. No trannies yeah. though. I agree. I agree. Kerry would be an awesome VP. Yeah, I agree she would be. I agree she would be, but she really knows how to handle the press so well. So well. I thought they couldn't run together because they're both from Florida. Well, I know that there's a, there's a law in the books right now that says DeSantis can't run until that law gets changed. I do know that. I would love Gates as VP, says Nancy. That's a good VP as well. That's a good VP pick as well. Um, hey, we wouldn't have a show then if Jeremy Harrow was press secretary. Somebody must have said me as press secretary. Uh, I'd like to see Carrie Lake as VP. There you go. That's a good one. I'm not saying Carrie Lake wouldn't be a bad, a good VP. I think she'd be a great VP. Cash for Pat, Cash Patel for head of CIA. That's a good one. It would be a powerhouse, sure would. Monica Crowley is awesome. She's a good. She's she's pretty good. I don't see her as uh, oh, you're talking about for press secretary. That wouldn't be bad. Jeremy DJ T, uh, T and Ron will be in Iowa within the same week. Interesting. Carrie Lake would be awesome in that position. I agree. Janet says, I don't trust DeSantis. It would be like Pence all over again. I see what you're saying, and I agree to a certain extent, 100%. I think Arizona needs Kerry more than the new Trump administration. I agree with that, too, 100%. Um, not ready to let go of Carrie. We want to keep her here in Arizona. We need her. I agree. See, folks, and again, a lot of this stuff is a uh, hypothetical, you know, conversation, but that's what I like about LFA. And you want to know something else? That right there, that realness, that debate, that dialogue that we're having here, and the fact that we're allowing everybody to say what they want to say, that is why LFA TV was the talk of D.C. down there and not the other news stations. We were not as big as all of them, but it didn't matter because we got the big interviews too. That means it legitimized us and that we were real. Matt Gates for press secretary. That'd be pretty cool. I wouldn't mind that. Trump is a CEO DeSantis is a COO, we need Trump as president, I agree, Thanson, 100%, 100%, I love you guys, I love the way you guys are so engaged, and you guys understand everything that's going on better than anybody in these other mainstream media, you guys understand more of what's going on in this world than the hosts of play- of people like on Fox News and things like that, I can tell you that, you guys are absolutely on it, and these guys are absolutely terrible, Anyway, let's bring, on our, uh, let's bring on our first sponsor of the day, and that is GoldCo, ladies and gentlemen. GoldCo.com. Look at that. They're already popping up. You, what, can, you, can, you, can we help you in any way, they say? No, we need to buy gold and silver, folks. Gold, silver, copper, palladium, precious metals. And again, you never have to turn your entire 401k or your entire savings into gold or precious metals. You don't have to do that. Not all of it, but it's smart to put some of it in there. It's smart to put some of it in there and see how it works. I mean, look at this. Look at gold prices today. See where they're at right there? And this is live right there. Silver prices as of today. Buying gold and silver coins outside of precious metals IRA uh, can, can offer a great advantage to help safeguard your assets. Yes, it can. So again, ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do is go to goldco.com live Or you can call 855-559-3433, that's 855-559-3433, and invest your savings now into something that cannot be destroyed as easily as the dollar, which they're trying to do all the time. And there's a lot of people every day that say, you know what, I want to, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. I urge you to at least have the conversation. Okay? goldco.com slash live, because the last time the economy looked like this, the guy that's running the show now, Obama, was also in charge. And you need to uh, need to do everything you can to safeguard yourself. Moving on. President Trump calls for the end of the Eric system. This is what Patriot Donnie was talking about. We all know the Eric system is a is what the secretaries of state Use in order to clean their voter rolls and to make sure that their voter rolls are up to date and valid. We've talked about the Eric system for over two years here on LFA TV. And it's great that President Donald J. Trump himself is now calling for the end of the Eric system, partly because it's Soros funded, partly because it's Soros um, founded. And because the secretaries of state use ERIC system in order to muddy up and corrupt the voting rolls and corrupt the voting registration system, and we need to get rid of it. And three states, as Patriot Donnie was talking about, have already um, done away with these, and they're looking at a new one called Omega-4. Omega-4 is being looked at to replace the ERIC system. New voter roll policing can catch criminals as as they make massive changes to voter rolls. This new one, Omega-4, is what these three states are already eyeing, okay? Missouri, Florida, and West Virginia have announced that they are pulling out of the Eric system. This is something that Mike Lindell has been fighting for. This is something that I've been fighting for. This is something that Crispy's been fighting for. And now Donald Trump is calling to end the Eric system. This is part of Donald Trump's five-prong approach to going after all of the way the vote, all of the way they steal votes from now until 2024. The Eric system is a must. The machines are a must. The ballot harvesting is a must. The early voting is a must. All of these things have to happen. Trump is on it. Mike Lindell is on it. We talked to Mike Lindell down there. Everybody is coming at this from different angles, okay? Now, the Gateway Pundit, has all, James, and uh, uh, Jim Hoft and and James Hoff, the Hoff brothers, are James James and um what's his brother's name there? I can't remember his. Either way, the, the Hoff brothers, uh, they've also been reporting on this. They did an article where they were um where they were talking about the Eric system in a series of articles that follow up uh, reports for two years. Uh, Eric, part one, which is who's cleaning the voter rolls. Their second one was largest U.S. counties removed zero to two zero to two ineligible voters. Their part three was the founding of the nation's largest voter roll cleanup operation. And part four was a response to a panicked uh, media attack. It's great that Donald Trump is talking about this now. He said he truthed out this. All Republican governors should immediately pull out of Eric. This is huge. This is huge, by the way. All Republican governors should immediately pull out of Eric the terrible voting registration system that pumps the rolls for Democrats and does nothing to clean them up. This is what they use to help uh, facilitate sending out all these massive fake ballots, getting them back and then changing them, okay? He says pump the rolls for Democrats and does nothing to clean them up. It is a fool's game for Republicans. And while these governors are at it, Go to same-day voting, all paper ballots and voter ID. Mail-in voting only for faraway military and those who are very sick. Problem on elections solved. So trust me, he's on it. He's got enough people on it. The RNC might be on it, but MAGA and Donald Trump is great for him to call out. Eric, moving on. Let's take a drink of coffee, pull up the Rumble Chat while we take a a quick sip here and get ready to talk about the Antifa losers who have now been unmasked. Bring up the Rumble Chat. The Rhinos in Georgia won't do it. I don't think you ever talked about Missouri ranked choice voting. Yeah, we did. We talked about Missouri ranked choice voting and ranked choice voting in general quite a bit. Quite a bit. But we'll continue. I'm so grateful that... Thoughts don't appear in bubbles over our heads, says Melly7. DeWine and Secretary of State will never get rid of Eric's system in and Dominion. Patriot Donnie says, on my channel, I try to get people... Hold on. On my channel, I try to get people to look at things from a 40,000-foot view. Need to deflect from all the narratives and look beyond it. Yes, he does. Patriot Donnie is on that all the time. Um... We're in a red state with a rhino governor, Idaho Brad Little. Well, ladies and gentlemen, remember this. Trump can use a lot of things to his advantage while trying to get these red governors to do things. There's a couple years of campaigning, and there's a lot can happen in legislative sessions. There's a lot can happen as governor races come up. So remember, Trump can use a lot of things to his advantage, and he can hold leverage over these people. Okay? Jeremy, how about that easy win for John Jones. Oh, yeah. First round choke out. Didn't even matter. Crazy. Everybody wants a, an update on Dave Bray USA. Well, I'll tell you what. While I'm, while I'm telling you guys the update on Dave Bray USA, you all do me the favor and share the Telegram, Getter, and some Facebook pages right now. Dave Bray is undergoing surgery this week. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into it, but Dave Bray had an 80 to 90% blockage of one of his uh, pulmonary arteries or veins in your heart. They call it the Widowmaker, and uh, he has to get emergency surgery this week. So he was told to lay be laid up all last week, the end of last week, middle to the end of last week, and uh, so keep Dave Bray in your prayers, please, ladies and gentlemen, please, okay? Um Antifa. We talked about Antifa this morning and them clashing with Atlanta police. Well, folks, we've now unmasked the loser Antifa scumbags. Uh, This is my favorite part of doing this kind of job, is unmasking these losers. So if we could, let's go to them now. Here they all are, the ones that have been arrested so far. There they are, folks. I want to look at the, the date that a lot of these people were born. We've got people born in 1991. We've got people born in 2004. 1980, 97, 2000 1998, 2000, 2000 1993, 1996, 23, 2003 1995, 97, 92, 97 One of them there, 1974 Look at that 1988, 97, 95, 97 76, 97, and 74 Now why did they go through their birth dates? Because it goes to show you, ladies and gentlemen That most Antifa punks are young, but it goes all the way back to people who are in their 40s and 50s. Look at these scumbags. Look at them. Look at people like this guy, smiling, smiling, smiling. Do you think if Donald Trump was president and he was able to put these people in a terrorist uh, category that they'd be smiling? No, these people know they'll get in and get right out. But there they are, unmasking Antifa, folks. I left it up on the screen long enough for you to be able to turn your phone sideways and, and increase the you know size of it so you can read it. Or if you've got it pulled up on your TV, you can po- pause this later tonight. and You can write them all down because I know that there's a lot of people who watch uh, LFA TV and other places to, for information like this. So these are the Antifa agents who have been unmasked. The, the militants who were fighting with police down there. And I, the reason why I wanted to leave it up on the screen so long was because their names should be out there because each and every one of these little Soros-paid scumbags and Democrat-paid losers, each one of these people should be on a terror watch list, definitely a domestic violent extremist list, rather than moms and dads. Go ahead and cue that music. I'm a loser. Yes, you all are. I'm a loser.
2: Yes, and you I'm all are.
1: And each and every single one of you also get the Dumb Dumb Award oh. of the Day. Boom, there it is right there. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, folks, for the Antifa losers. Let's bring it back to the full screen, and let's, uh, let's talk about this. The 23 of the 35 that were arrested have been named, have been unmasked, and I don't know why there's thir- 12, 13 others, 12 others that have not been unmasked yet. Hopefully, we get to the bottom of that, too. Only two are from Georgia, so that means that the rest of them, so far, that have been named and unmasked are not even from Atlanta. Funny, isn't it? Suspects, identities, and names, we have put them up there. Um, and just to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, some of them are from France. There's, uh, from France, there's Dimitri Lenny, and from Canada, Frédéric Robert-Paul. Sounds like a beta male name. From Massachusetts, Ayla King, Alexis Paply, and Timothy Billadieu. From Arizona, Samuel Ward and Max Beardman, uh, Biederman. From New York, Mattia Luini and Priscilla Grimm. From Wisconsin, Kaylee Messener and Grace Martin. And Cameron Pipes is from Louisiana. Maggie Gates is from Indiana. Irit Nottingham is from Colorado. Victor Puertes is from Utah. Amin Chao is from Virginia. James Marciano is from North Carolina. Emma Bagush is from Connecticut. Luke Harper is from Florida. Colin Dorsey is from Maine. And Zoe Larmy is from Tennessee. The only two suspected perpetrators from Georgia are Thomas Jurgens and Jack Beeman. What does that tell you? That tells you that these people were brought in, paid for by somebody, follow the money. How'd they get the money? And they were paid to go to Atlanta and throw fireworks, Molotov cocktails, rocks and bricks, at police officers, and the construction equipment at a future police training site. We showed it this morning. If you want to see the video, you can go back and watch this morning's um, this morning's show. There was no audio. There was just constant show showing of uh, police being attacked. Now, one thing that I did not show this morning, and I only showed a picture, was from the actual thing that they blew up and caught on fire. Let's go ahead and uh, show that now. There it is right there. Look at that. Look at that. Can you imagine if you did that? Can you imagine if I had done that? Oh, we'd be January 6th in no time. We'd be in jail. Getting beat, raped, killed. In no time. Did you see the police running from them? Did you see the police running from them and locking and locking themselves behind gates? Stark difference from when we were in D.C., and they were opening gates, letting people in instead of trying to keep people out. Amazing, isn't it? Absolutely amazing. Each and every one of these scumbags should be labeled as a terrorist, and they should be labeled as, as, as a, a, a domestic violent extremist, and they should be locked up twenty-four-seven, without bail, like the people in the D.C. gulag. We would be. We would be. You know what? We wouldn't even go to trial. It'd be judge, jury, and executionist right there. That's what it would be. Where's Biden about that? Where's Bi- Where's the DOJ? Where's the DOJ about that? I haven't heard Biden make any statements. Heck, Biden hasn't even been to Ohio yet. Biden hasn't been to Ohio. But he doesn't regret it. You know what he does regret, folks? Biden says that he regrets being the only student that didn't go and show up during the civil rights movement. I'm not kidding you. Let's roll it. They forced the
4: country to confront the hard truth and to act to keep the promise of America alive. I was a student up north in the civil rights movement. I remember feeling how guilty I was. I wasn't here. How could we all be up there, and you going through what you went through, looking at those, I can still picture they forced the country to confront the hard truth. I felt truth. how
1: guilty I was. Well, first of all, Joe Biden, you're a racist, and we can show many, many, many videos of you saying the N-word and being racist. So you didn't. It didn't bother you that you weren't at the civil rights movement. It should bother you that you weren't. That you have still not gone to East Palestine, Ohio. That's what should bother you, you scumbag. But no, no. He says it bothered him that he wasn't at the civil rights union. Well, that's funny. Because just like Joe always lying and plagiarizing, we have plenty of video of Joe Biden saying that he did go to the civil rights movement many times. Roll the clip.
4: When I marched in the civil rights movement, I did not march with a 12-point program. I marched with tens of thousands of others to change attitudes. And we changed attitudes.
1: Wow. Claimed that he was marched in the civil rights movement. He said when he marched with them.
4: When I was 17 years old, Like many of you, I participated in sit-ins to desegregate the restaurants and movie houses of Wilmington, Delaware. Wow. I came out of the Civil Rights Movement. I was one of those guys
1: that sat in and marched and all that
4: stuff. (laughs)
1: Wow. Well, yeah, of course he had to disavow it because he lies all the time. During the
4: 60s, I was, in fact, very concerned about the Civil Rights Movement. I was not an activist. I worked at an all-black swimming pool in the east side of Wilmington, Delaware. I was involved. I was involved in what, what they were thinking, what they were feeling. Uh-huh. I was involved, but I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. I was not anywhere else. Well, that's what she said. I was a suburbanite kid who got a dose of exposure to what was happening to black Americans when I'm in my own city. You know, when I was a teenager in Delaware, for real, I got involved in the civil rights movement. We have the eighth largest black population in America. Most people don't know that. And uh, I'd go to eight o'clock mass, then I'd go to Reverend Herring's church where we'd meet in order to organize and figure where we were gonna go, whether we are gonna desegregate the Rialto movie theater, or what we were gonna do. I got my education, for real. In the black church. It's <laughs> not hyperbole, it's a fact. <laughs> but I got my education, Reverend Doc, in the black church. Not a joke. Not a joke. Because when we used to get organized on Sundays to go out and desegregate movie theaters and things like that, we'd do it through the black church. I was no big shakes, Reverend, in the civil rights movement. i was just a kid. All right. Got involved bro, you were not movement. in the
1: civil rights movement. Just like you didn't, that's just like you stole half the speeches you ever wrote. You are a lying, degenerate scum of the earth. I was in the civil rights movement. I wish I could. That's I, I, the worst thing I feel about. I wish I was there. How about you wish you were in East Palestine, Ohio? How about that? Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice if Joe Biden actually cared about the people in East Palestine, Ohio? But he's talking about the civil rights movement because he's trying to pander for black votes for the Democratic Party. Absolutely disgusting absolutely disgusting. Folks, uh, please, if you've not done so, please click the little thumbs up button. It's right down there, right below this video. Please click the little uh, thumbs up button and if you haven't done so yet, I'll ask you please to humbly share the video. Now, <laughs> the guy is such a loser. He is such a loser. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to talk about our uh, our second longest sponsor that we've that we've had here on LFA and that is brick house nutrition ladies and gentlemen we have these promises let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates our bodies and our spirits perfect holiness perfect wholeness excuse me out of reverence for God. That is something that I threw in there because I believe that this is what God has always wanted us to consume. There's no way to stay positive and focused when you're constantly feeling run down and sick. When your body goes, your mind and spirit go with it. It is a domino effect. It's And most people are way too busy to eat healthy And uh, that is why, ladies and gentlemen, Field of Greens is so easy and important. And it's not like it's a quick easy. It's not like it's a preservatives easy. It is all organic from the ground right into that scoop, right into your glass. Okay? Field of Greens is the only brand with a better health promise. Enjoying Field of Greens. And at your next doctor visit, if your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it then you can return it for a refund. But it's got to be every day, and it's got to be constant. Keep your body healthy. Keep your mind and spirit healthy because it will follow your body as well and vice versa, and I can get you 15% off to start. If you've not started this yet, just go to uh, fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA, fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Join in with the rest of us, folks. Join in with the rest of us. And please share this video out because Don Trump Jr. uh, and my interview is coming right up here at the end of the hour. Now, speaking of the Bidens and the corruption of the Biden, I found out something that I did not know, and that is Hunter Biden's business partner, one of Hunter Biden's Ukraine biolab partners, I should say, was also partners with Jelaine Maxwell or Gelaine Maxwell, whatever, however you pronounce her name. Just goes to show you that birds of a feather flock to corruption. Birds of a feather flock to corruption. Soros and Obama linked to the funding of the Ukraine Biolab program. Hunter Biden was instrumental in funding and assisting a company responsible in the Ukraine Biolabs the metabio company metabioda company which we've talked about in length and even followed money and saw in, uh stuff in his laptop obviously he was involved from the beginning but the Metabiota company headed by galen maxwell partners her partner named nathan wolf was in charge of setting up the biolabs in Ukraine The biolabs have sparked concern that dangerous materials could be used to fuel bioterrorism in Ukraine and around the world. Hunter Biden's firm, Rosemont Seneca, invested a staggering $500,000 in the Metabiota company that set up Ukraine biolabs. Hunter Biden acted as an unofficial lobbyist and fundraiser for Metabiota. Now, how does it relate? The company Metabiota was founded by San Francisco-based virologist Nathan Wolfe. Okay. Nathan Wolf. Remember that name. Until recently, Nathan Wolf served served as Metabiota's chairman and the chief executive officer, CEO, and the so-called virus hunter. Nathan Wolf actually announced the Terramar project, a project that was reportedly Ghislaine Maxwell's idea and thus Nathan Wolf was partnered with Ghislaine Maxwell on the project from the start. Records reveal the project was supposedly about saving the oceans through the ocean's uh, though the oceans were littered with over a billion coronavirus face masks in the year of 2020 alone during the scandemic that the globalists pushed, the Huffington Post gave Glenne Maxwell a glowing profile about the project in 2014. Now, this guy, Nathan Wolf, was also instrumental in helping Hunter Biden and Rosemont Seneca invest money and the procedures and um, and. Um, And roles that Hunter Biden and Rosemont Seneca would take and have with um, investing into Metabiota. So there's your link between pedophilia, Glaine Maxwell, and Jeffrey Epstein and their projects, and the Biden crime family and their project. His name is Nathan Wolf, ladies and gentlemen, and we are gonna stay very active on keeping Nathan Wolf's name in and around our stories. Nathan Wolf. Remember that name. I just wanted to show you how these two are connected and how the Epsteins and the Ghislaine Maxwells and the Bidens of the world not only work together to to scam money from countries and have have money funneling through these corporations and through these biolabs, but also, I I would bet, somewhere along the lines, raped children together. And that's only from my... um, assumption based on Ashley Biden's diaries, what Hunter Biden's into with his laptop and all the trafficking that he's involved in. And I would guarantee you that they work together to rape children. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that because it's the only thing that makes sense. I like to tie the Bidens to these people while these investigations are going on. Now, we're going to go about five minutes over here because we're also going to talk about um, 15 minute cities. Okay. You guys have been hearing me talk an awful lot about 15 minute cities lately. I want to play a video for you right now, if I can. Um, Probably, okay. I want to play this video for you because 15-minute cities are coming to the United States of America and... The lockdowns, ladies and gentlemen the, the part of part of what they found out during the lockdowns is they could really make the United States of America a fifteen minute city a fifteen minute city is pushing you into mega cities like europe right europe isn 't as big as the United States of America, so everybody 's within walking distance of everything they need. They want to supply everything that you need in a fifteen minute walking or biking or or, or, or driving uh vicinity and what they want to do is they want to continue to buy up the united states farmland they want to control all the food and push the populations into the 15-minute cities and they believe by 2050 86 percent of the world uh the country will live in these mega cities this is huge and this was another thing that they used the lockdowns to figure out check it out folks it's scary stuff
4: Uh, introduced the idea of being the first 15-minute city in the United States. He did this in his State of the City address last
5: night. The urban planning model is new, but city planners told our Sarah Shookman, the time is now to tap into federal dollars to address some of Cleveland's deeper problems. Imagine a Cleveland where everything you need is less than 15 minutes away.
3: It's this ideal planning framework where human needs and desires are accessible within a 15 minute walk, bicycle ride or transit trip. And that's really what we're striving for in this new planning model.
5: City planner Matt Moss says it doesn't have to be a dream. Instead of a concrete jungle where people work and separate places where people live, in a 15-minute city, everything is closer.
3: It's starting out with the city we have now and then asking residents how they might want their community to grow or change in ways that, again, make things more accessible or provide them with more opportunities to access the things they want to get to in their day-to-day lives.
5: First, planners are making a list of what's there. Things like grocery stores, parks, schools, but also workplaces. In some neighborhoods, it's more quality that's lacking due to busted sidewalks or lack of bike lanes or bus stops. In others, whether it's green space or food justice, they're lacking altogether. The problem isn't that we just don't have a store. It's sort of like, well, why don't we have a store? And we need to dig under and get at the roots of that problem. Case Western Professor Darcy Friedman directs the Sweatland Center for Environmental Health. Her research has shown addressing nutrition equity can start a strategy of change. Because unless people have the ability to eat a healthy, nutritious meal every day, I don't know how we can talk about people being prepared to you know, go into our education systems or get the best job available for them. Along with building, the city says changes to zoning restrictions and development incentives are likely necessary. Friedman urges community members to make sure they're at the table. Not just asking, demanding to say where is the space for us to inform what this looks like. Those opportunities for participation are coming, the city says, noting that the payoff here is a greener, more sustainable city with more solidarity between neighbors. But let's be real, this change will not happen overnight. Laura, city planners say the timing is right though with funding from federal infrastructure bill and some other sources.
1: The timing is right with federal funding for infrastructure bills. And the timing is right because they note in this story about all of this that the coronavirus was going to push the nation and force the nation into 15-minute cities. You start to get it now, folks? Do you understand the domino effect here? That's why Donald Trump said this fight is our last fight. And right now, China is blocking U.S. investigations of the new COVID-19 origins in Wuhan. And this is what the GOP is saying in the House. China's blocking it. I wonder why. We're going to talk a lot more about that tomorrow. But right now, we are going to go and we are going to play Russell Brandt literally ending the career of an MSNBC reporter actually literally ends his career like no time at all and uh, I'm not going to play all of it but I do want to play the main part of Russell Brandt and this uh back and forth between an MSNBC uh reporter and him talking about fake news and what's real news and he says you're going to sit here and call Fox News fake but you guys are just as bad it gets worse than what I'm about to show you he ends up telling how they lied about the coronavirus they lied about the vaccines they knew damn well what was going on it was incredible but this piece right here is quick and I think You love it. Let's roll that beautiful bean
2: footage. Here we go but I love you already, but I have to say that it's <laughs> it's disingenuous to claim that the biases that are exhibited on Fox News are any different from the biases exhibited on MSNBC. It's difficult to suggest that's, that's... that these corporations operate as anything other than mouthpieces for their affiliate owners in Blackrock and Vanguard, and, and unless we start to embrace... And also, mate, like, just spiritually, if I may use that word, in your great country, we have to take responsibility for our own perspective. I've been on that MSNBC, mate. It was propagandist nutcrackery on there. I I went on a show called Morning Joe. It was absurd the way they carried on. Good Morning Joe. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It wasn't morning. (laughs) There was no one called Joe there. No one could concentrate. They didn't understand the basic tenets of journalism. No one was willing to stick up for genuine American heroes uh, like Edward Snowden. No one was willing to talk about Julian Assange and what he suffered trying to bring real journalism to the American people. i think to sit within the castle of msnbc throwing rocks oh. have fox news is ludicrous my friends, make msnbc my friend, better my make friend, msnbc friend, great, friend, again. My friend, my friend. great again My, friend, my friend. I oh uh, yes
1: Sean? make msnbc great again oh i never said i never said russell wasn't waking up he needs a little bit more to do but he's getting there And that's why he's exclusive on Rumble, because he could talk about that stuff. He goes on to talk about how Richard Maddow and everybody lied about the vaccine and everything. It was absolutely incredible. He killed it. He absolutely killed it. And there you can see coverage of our CPAC. Uh, I'll tell you what, great coverage. Looked like regular cable news, but better because we tell the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Better because we tell the truth. Now we're going to go to our last sponsor of the day, and then we are going to go right to Donald Trump. Jr., you're not going to want to miss that, folks, but it is the handmade natural soap from Old Country Soap, folks. Old Country Soap. That's O-L-D-E countrysoap.com. Now, these guys actually sponsored us for CPAC. They sent us this nice box of of uh, of um, Amish soap. My wife swears by Amish soap, by the way, and we swear by Amish furniture. We love furniture that comes from the Amish community. But their soap is absolutely amazing. Um, Probably every bit as as amazing as uh, OFP Farms is. And these guys sponsored us for CPAC. Their sponsorship is still active for the next couple days. And I think you guys should give them a try because they helped us out. They helped us try to fund CPAC and it's 100% natural. Cold processed, natural handmade soap. As you can see right there you you get not only the soap but you get the little net uh, bag for the soap as well. Give your skin a Healing feeling, clean ingredients, eco friendly, quality assured, chemical free. Massive benefits to using great soap, and uh, and I can tell you what, me and my wife actually started using a different brand, a different way of doing deodorant as well, because we don't trust these companies anymore. So go to oldcountrysoap.com. That's o l d e countrysoap.com. Use the promo code LFA, ladies and gentlemen. Check them out. Give them a shot because they gave us a shot. Oldcountrysoap.com. Come, and now, the moment you 've all been waiting for in this corner, weighing in approximately two hundred and fifty pounds, yours truly coming in at five foot ten, not really five foot eight is actually the real height. Jeremy Harrell, and in the next corner, folks, I don't know how much he weighs, I don't know how tall he is, but he's the son of the 45th, 46th, and 47th president of the United States. Donald Trump Jr. made his way to the LFA TV booth down at CPAC. I'm going to play that for you now. It was incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, check it out. Give us 60 seconds. Oh. Give us 60 oh, take seconds. It away, take it away. Oh. There we go. All right. No, we all got right. Don, Jimmy. Let's man. go. So we, so Let's we, go. So we just interviewed your, your your better half. Oh, boy. We just interviewed your better half. What, yeah. And I never met her before. Yeah. Okay? But what I did what I did notice right away is she walks over here like this by herself. No yeah, entourage. Walks over here and asks me any question you want. Go ahead. Well, that's what it's all about. Where's my, amazing? Where's my entourage? Where's your entourage? First of all, LFA TV. This is our launch here at CPAC. We all worked for other networks. We were all kind of pushed oh, aside because we were saying things that you say Same things that your father says. Same things that America says, right? So we decided we're going to be the island of misfit toys and start our own network. I love that. And that's what we did. And now we're here, and we owe it all to Rumble as well. Oh, we're we're exclusive with Rumble. I love that. Look at all the people loving you right here. Look at Don Junior. Don Junior. Are you guys liking my Rumble podcast? (laughs) I'm on Rumble too. I know. I was like the second married by user. Triggered. We We love having you
3: tonight with Jim Jordan at six p.m. So that's going to be hot. Powerhouses. I think our people will like it. So yeah, check it out tonight. It's going
1: to be good. You, You know what I love about Rumble is they're grabbing people that they know will help change the world yeah. and they're building their company around those people it's also free speech it's not like our speech their speech like I went to their opening
3: of their big new headquarters in Sarasota this past week beautiful, beautiful. like I'm having a conversation with Russell Brand let's just say we probably don't agree on a lot politically probably but, not like we're able to have that conversation I know. now we agree probably on the big pharma stuff the big correct. stuff like correct I think you know even people that would have been super far left are waking up to the insanity of today's yeah. left but it, it's hard to articulate that but imagine being in a place where it's like it's Shocking. I mean, people are trying to. He, he had a. He took a picture with Donald Trump Jr. Oh, I oh, cancel him forever. Cancel it's like, him forever. Like, we're not supposed to ever have a dialogue. Like, how do you get someone to come over to your ideas? If their ideas are so good, like, have the debate. Have the debate. They're, but they don't want debate. They just want no. indoctrination. Yeah. So, that's what's good about Rumble, and that's what's good about Triggered, ladies and gentlemen. Three times a week, right? Right now, Monday and Thursday, they well, want me to do a little bit more, but, you know, this isn't yeah. even my day job. I just do this stuff I just because do I this. believe it. You know, well, no, it's important. And so you do Mondays this, and Thursdays right now. But
1: you doing this on Rumble, you're setting the bar, you're setting the stage. Like, yeah. Rumble's obviously. Growing huge But to get Don Jr. On there Unapologetic Triggering people Not caring that people Are, are, are taking offense To stuff that needs To be said yeah. Like your father did yeah. I think that was A huge move by them And what an even more Bigger move by you To say let's do it Yeah well, I get the call from D You can't curse that much I was like oh I'll, I'll say whatever the oh, yeah. I want I was-
3: <laughs> Having a good time with it But like That's real You know Everything yeah. else is so You know Even conservative media It's sort of like DC You can be kind of Conservative But like you're still Afraid of the weaponization Of the other side Unbelievable Yes yeah. You know, I believe this, and I'll say this in front of my constituency when I'm at home in Ohio. But in D.C., we're going to out to the left because it's an easy existence if you give in, if you bend the knee to the left. And yeah. we've seen you bend the knee, you apologize a little bit. That's not like, OK, well, we'll let you go. That's the start of their cancellation. Oh, I know. Because you now you're
1: acknowledging a yeah. wrong.
3: Yep. And, you know, that's not forgiveness. They don't believe in that. They're, yeah. they're playing a whole different game than we are. We're at war. And there's no other way to think of it. Well,
1: what I, uh, something that your father said one time, and, and I've heard you say it, too, don't apologize if it's truthful yeah. and it's coming from the heart yeah. and you're centered with god and you say what is right what's yeah. put on your heart and you apologize well you might as well just yeah. Listen, that's it i'd be
3: fine with the apology if i thought it meant anything to them correct even if it's genuine you see it people apologize and it gets worse because then ah we see we didn't even, we weren't even sure but now we know he apologized so he knows he's wrong so mm. cancel him harder you're like no Yep. No more. Give them inch, she will take a mile. We got to play the same game.
1: Well, Don Junior, you got the floor. You go, look at any camera you want. Tell the people about your show and 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 whatever you want. It's your, well, guys, it's your, your mic.
3: Like you guys, Triggered Podcast with Don Junior. I'm on Rumble Mondays and Thursdays at six p.m. Eastern, or you can just check it out anytime. Obviously, I like it live. I like it. Live. it it's cool because I can see the numbers. I can see the Bro, commentary. When your show's on, you I'm know, on there. Yeah, in there. You know, the good problem is we got a lot of people watching. A I mean, we're, we're putting up numbers that yeah. most people are like. Wow, we were hoping you'd get there in three or four years. You're doing right it away. in week month one. I know. So it's hard. To sometimes follow along because it's scrolling, but I can actually see when I'm live, you know, what people are saying, and sometimes it just leads the conversation in a different direction, which is cool. And again, you see me—I'm like I'm not a scripted guy. Yeah, me neither. They're like, "What are you going to talk about? in Your speech at CPAC tomorrow?" I'm like, "I don't know. Like, whatever I'll, comes like, to like, mind. I'll make it up as I go along. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll formulate something based on whatever the hell happened to me this that's week, right. and like, we'll talk about it, you know, because that's real. And you know, we have too many guys that just—I'd like to talk about point A, yeah, B—and <laughs> and it's like, it's not real. It's not. It's contrived. You know, the best political capital, I think in all of politics is authenticity. You got to be real. You got to do that. If you're hedging, if you're pretending, if you're like, everyone figures it out really quickly. I think that's what Trump did well. And I, that's why so many others are just not willing to put themselves out the same way because they can be authentic online, but then you mm. see the real personality. And you're like, ah, yeah will well, tell made you, made so, you Something
1: that I said here this morning and we'll leave you on this because I know you're a busy guy. Back in the day, CPAC used to be nothing but an establishment place for a bunch of suit and tie yeah. Rhino, I'm too good to talk to you. CPAC in 2023 is MAGA country, baby. It is. It is it, MAGA you, you, you country. See How Anybody many people, people agree? Is CPAC MAGA country or what? Obviously. That's right, baby. It's been good, man. Hey, thank you hey, very much. We'll see you soon. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Be God good, bless guys. you. Triggered, ladies and gentlemen. Don Jr. There he goes, right there. Truly incredible. Truly incredible. And there it was, folks. There was. uh That was an. Uh, that was amazing. Two guys trying to talk as fast as they possibly could to each other, trying to get an edge, a word in edgewise. Great, just, uh, just a real guy like you and me. Like you and me. Just walks up, comes in. It was that easy. It was that quick. It was that done. Didn't have this huge entourage. Amazing guy. And you want to know who else is amazing? Mike Crispy. Want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because that was Mike Crispy's show at that point. That was his hour. I just happened to be on Mike's show, came in real quick to talk about something. Trump came over. We had him come in. He came in. I was actually going to walk off set and give the uh, give the uh, interview to Mike. And Mike said, "Nope, this is your interview. Let me go. You take it. That to me was a huge integrity move. And that is why LFA is so important. That is why we are so close, because nobody here is doing this for themselves. Nobody here fights over the best interview. Every single person here is fighting to further the kingdom of God and to further this message. And to further the truth and this company. And Mike Crispy for that forever will have my utmost respect. And I would take a bullet for that man for doing that. That showed me more integrity than I've ever seen from anybody in a long, long time. Because he could have had that interview and he gave it to yours truly. So Mike, if you're watching, brother, you are amazing and incredible, as Mike says. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it. Uh, Don't forget to check out JeremyHarrell.com. Thanks to everybody who's donating on JeremyHarrell.com and here on Rumble Rants. Also, make sure we've got that sale going on, but that sale's going away very soon. We're getting rid of a lot of stuff. Major overstock sale on JeremyHarrell.com. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, We had about a million views last week. 960,000 views for the week. You know what that means? That means you guys are helping grow this channel, and more and more people are getting the word. So, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall and keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. You are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you at 9 a.m. for Rise Up, and remember to keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel folks. peace that